0: the if you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you'd need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls With Goals with your hosts, Anne-Katherine and Caroline. This week has been a fever dream. Literally, everyone has been sick, and I feel like every day was just more obscure than the last, and I've seen so many TikToks from other colleges, other schools that are experiencing the exact same thing, and it's so funny. Not that everyone's getting sick, but, like, we're all here, and it's not COVID. We're all getting tested regularly, and no one assesses positive, but it's just, like, the normal back-to-school sickness. The frat flu, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel refreshed, though. Like, I'm coming, like to the end of it and we didn't stay out late at all this weekend and just slept the past couple nights got cut up on a lot of things and it feels great I do feel refreshed yesterday the two of us took a walk by the water had a couple of photo shoots around Boston which was fun and also necessary because all of my pictures are from home in New Hampshire and I need to get back on my Boston content or not back on it I need to get on it I need to start getting Boston content <laughs> It is rush week for sororities here, and we're not in sororities and we're not rushing, but almost all of our friends are, so everyone has been super busy and exhausted from that, and no one has been, like, free to hang out. A blessing in disguise, though, because... I kind of loved it. <laughs> I've wanted to hang out and be social, but this has also given me some independent time to catch up on sleep and work and get my shit together, because I feel like I've been so busy and moving so, pa- so fast... The past few weeks that, if I didn't take this time in the past couple of days to slow down and catch up, like I just know that I would be like hitting a breaking point and overwhelmed and freaking out. That was me in the beginning of this week. I was, I was overwhelmed and freaking out. <laughs> um, but with all that said, my high for the week is I forget what day it was, but it was a day where all of our roommates had classes kind of later in the day. So in the morning we were all just in the living room and kitchen trying to do work but we were all dying of being sick trying to get the work done and our roommate Nursie, who we talked about in the first episode, she's a nursing major she just whips out this whole basket of every single medicine you can imagine and the basket stayed in our living room all week and just like got diminished from all of us using up all the medicine <laughs> but she really lived up to her name and she came out of her room with the basket like smiling so hard like this is my time to shine adorable um my low for the week is that being sick I feel like it hit me so hard because a combination of I was getting bad sleep before that I was my body was super exhausted before I got sick so when I did get sick I just had no energy nothing to give and it was just so bad I I kept falling asleep on the floor of our living room and nursey keeps taking pictures of me sleeping and like sending them, and they're the funniest things I've ever seen. But I do keep like knocking out straight up on the floor because yesterday, I've been so exhausted. Yesterday in the morning, we were sitting in the living room, and 8 it was already the morning. It was and eight a.m. Falls asleep on the floor and starts snoring in front of me. I was snoring, and we were planning on living I don't to, There's no to, like do photo shoots. Oh and yeah. I was like waiting, and she no, was I literally like woke asleep. up and immediately needed a nap, and I fell asleep right mm-hmm. on the floor. Um. But that said, I've had no energy, and I took a few days off from the gym, because I, it was the right thing to do, like, I feel so much better now, and I feel like I wouldn't have, I'm not, I wouldn't be, like, recovered as well recovered, thank you, <laughs> as well recovered, um, if I kept going to the gym, also, I don't know if I could, like, physically lift anything or, like, run one step, um, but I did take a couple days off, and I'm really excited to make the most of the next week in the gym and get back to feeling strong, in every way. So I guess that's my goal: is to just put my best efforts into the gym this week and focus on, feeling strong and empowered. Throughout the whole thing, we love to hear it, especially with this week's episode being all about health and fitness. That is definitely aligned, and love like to hear I it. totally like saw that in you too. I was like, oh my god, like. She's oh, gonna, she it to me too. She's gonna like feel so yeah. weak. I was like, "You haven't been to the gym all week." Like, and I, I even thought about it. I would like wake up and if I was feeling even remotely like slightly better, it was only I took like three days off, right. which is. But for it's you, it was like a little bit of a lifestyle days. change for the moment. But I feel like maybe you're gonna be so refreshed this week. Hopefully, oh my god, it's gonna be and it's, I'm gonna, ready gonna, to no, go it's gonna no, it's gonna be so gonna good. Hit it but I would just imagine if I was like considering going, I would imagine trying to lift something, and I just like it wouldn't have worked yeah it wouldn't have worked (laughs) all right my low this week was not being that social because next weekend I think in Catherine and I will be home in New Hampshire and then the weekend after that we're going on a trip so this was kind of my last weekend in Boston for the next couple of weeks and I feel like I didn't really take advantage of it but then again I also said that it's was really good for me to refresh and reset, so it probably is a good thing that that happened. I just want to make sure I'm taking advantage of my time here with my friends, in this city, all of that. So my goal this week is to just spend more time with people in general, even if it's just sitting outside studying together. I love doing that, and I really want to make sure that I'm making an effort with people because I know it's really easy for me personally to just get super independent Mm -hmm. get in my girl boss independent mode and be super busy with myself and not prioritize relationships but that like in general in my life right now is a goal and so this week I just like want to make sure I'm not losing sight of that my high because I skipped my high and just went straight to setting a goal is gonna have to be this podcast We hit the chart. yeah. Oh wait, I just yeah. yeah, Why did we not address that right in the beginning? Guys, what are you doing? Thank you so much. We hit the charts on Spotify and Apple this week, which is just mind blowing because we have had this vision for so long, and we only brought it to life four weeks ago. And the support so far has just been incredible. You know, we are pouring so much into this. And we are so passionate about it, and I'm just so happy and grateful that you guys are loving it. So, only big exciting things coming from here, okay? Yeah, you guys, guys, get ready. We only go up. Make sure, though, that you're following the podcast wherever you listen, if you aren't already. Follow us on our social medias, they're always linked in the description, and, you know, share the podcast with your friends who you think will like it. Let's start an empire of strong, badass, confident girls. That is what this is all about that's what it's all about and if you want to leave us a review we would love you forever we already love you forever but we like that helps so much it does um but yeah just thank you but for your support and i hope you continue to follow along and because that you this is to like it. you guys did that you guys did that yes insane and okay this episode leaning in to the strong badass confident girls this episode is all about your health and fitness journey And let me tell you, this is going to be a good one. It is loaded, like literally loaded with everything you need to know. Like if you want one resource to tell you everything you need to start your fitness journey confidently and effectively, this is it. We've been active our whole life and we just got into like personal fitness a couple years ago and now we're both fitness professionals. I'm a group fitness instructor and Carolyn is a personal trainer. Throughout that whole time, we've both gone through journeys of, like, trial and error, finding balance, weeding out the bad advice and myths to find what's really true, and we've, like, studied so much of it. Like, it's such a learning curve, and there's so much else to learn. We'll never stop learning about this stuff, but we do really enjoy it. So we've spent so much time kind of learning, you know, what really does work and what is scientifically accurate and so we want to share that with you because we do we know how confusing and overwhelming the health and fitness space can be and how much misinformation is actually out there so we just want to lay down all the facts and everything that you really really need to know all the steps that you need to take to get fitter live a healthy lifestyle everything yeah i think that the thing stopping so many people from starting their fitness journey and being those people that they want to be is not that they can't do it, but it's that overwhelming feeling of having so much information and so much content thrown at you and not knowing what is right and not knowing where to actually start. So our hope is that you leave this episode feeling educated with some clarity and you feel motivated with a game plan and ready to go. So buckle up, okay? Because we're about to get into everything you need to know to get healthy and fit If you do have a history of disordered eating, please use your judgment on whether or not talking about calories and physique goals will be sensitive to you. Everything will be talked about in a very educational and positive light, but we understand that that still may be triggering to some, and that is not our goal with this episode. So with that said, let's start with the most basic concept that is like the big umbrella that everything else falls under, and that is calories in versus calories out. So the biggest simple truth of all of this is that your calories in versus your calories out determines whether you will gain, lose, or maintain weight. A calorie is just a unit of energy. It can be consumed by your body through food to give you the energy, and it can also be burned by your body through movement and your daily life as you use that energy. So if you're consuming the same amount of calories as your body's burning, then you're giving your body the exact amount of energy that it needs, and we call that maintenance calories. If you're burning more calories than you're consuming, then you're in a caloric deficit, meaning that your body is expending more energy than you're giving it through food. In that case, your body will be forced to look for stored energy other places in your body, and if done over a period of time, that's what will cause you to lose weight. On the other end, if you're consuming more calories than you're burning, then your body will have energy left over and will store it somewhere in your body, which is why you will gain weight. This doesn't mean, obviously, that eating more food one day will make you gain a ton of weight, because it won't, but these are consistent eating habits that, over time, will make that difference. So to break that down, eating more calories than you burn means you'll gain weight. Eating less calories than you burn means you'll lose weight. But what is really important for your physical health goals is whether that weight change occurs in muscle or fat. And that is not determined by just calories alone. That's determined by your training and so much about what you are eating. So let's take a calorie surplus, for example. If you're eating more calories than you're burning and you are not exercising or you're only doing some cardio here and there, then you're not giving your body any indication that you want to build your muscles. So those extra calories will likely be stored as fat. But if you're eating in that calorie surplus and you're consistently strength training and therefore breaking your muscles down, your muscles will need to refuel and rebuild themselves using the food that you feed your body. This means that the extra calories will be used by your muscles to build them back bigger and stronger. So your gain with the calorie surplus while you're strength training will be more muscle gain. Now let's look at that same situation but with a calorie deficit. So if you're strength training while eating in a slight deficit, meaning simply eating slightly less calories than you're burning, then you're telling your body, hey, I need these muscles to be strong to function in my daily life. And your body is going to prioritize fueling your muscles and therefore burn fat instead. If somebody is only doing cardio while in a calorie deficit, then their body will pull from both fat and muscle, which can often lead to that skinny fat look that people typically complain about. When you aren't telling your body that it needs to maintain your muscles and keep them strong, then it won't change your body composition. It will just shrink the current body that you have while keeping the same proportions of muscle and fat. Beautifully said. (laughs) Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip? Maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages? Maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously, Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. So we've covered what calories are, how different types of workouts can influence changes in your body. Now let's dive into the question of, are all calories the same? And the short answer is no. The long answer is that while the amount of calories ultimately determines whether you lose or gain or maintain weight, the source of those calories is equally important as that's what determines how your body uses the calories and therefore how your body functions. Each calorie comes from a macronutrient. There are three different types of macronutrients, technically four, but the fourth one is alcohol, and, like, we're just not going to cover that because we're talking more specifically about food here, and, you know, that's not, like, a core concept. But the three main types of macronutrients are proteins, carbohydrates, and fats, and they all have different but essential uses in our bodies. By understanding the functions of each macronutrient and being aware of your consumption of each, You can make sure your body feels its best, performs its best, and looks its best. Protein is going to be the most important macronutrient to understand. I forget who it is, but someone in the industry coined the term, like, protein is king, and I love that. Protein has many purposes that are vital to the human body, but its biggest function is growing and maintaining the muscle tissue. So that means that not only will muscles grow and strengthen when you consume more protein, but muscle may also be lost if you are not consuming enough protein, if you're eating slightly too little. Um, especially when following a resistance-based training program, the body needs about one gram of protein per pound of body mass. So this means that a 130-pound person should be eating or aiming for 130 grams of protein a day, which is much more than the average person is used to eating. And in order to do this intuitively, just include a high-quality protein with every meal, and add a protein shake or high-protein snack right after your workout. A high-protein diet isn't only key for someone to build muscle. It's also essential for maintenance or fat loss too, and I think that's a common misconception that you only need protein if you're trying to get big, if you're trying to build muscle, be the Hulk. Protein is also key for fat loss. Like Protein is literally key Just for anyone trying to live a healthier lifestyle or do anything in terms of body composition and just, like, support a healthy body. And protein influences fat loss for many reasons. One, protein requires more energy to digest than any other macronutrient. So just by eating a high-protein diet, it can actually boost your metabolism by up to 80 to 100 calories per day just by simply having to digest the protein and the extra work that it takes to do that. Protein is also the most satiating macronutrient, meaning that it keeps you full for longer. So that can curb cravings, ultimately causing you to eat less calories throughout the day and kind of maintain more control over that. And eating a high protein diet when you're strength training will just reinforce that idea that your body needs to hold on to its muscle and that's going to promote fat loss instead of muscle loss when you're in that calorie deficit. The best protein sources are going to be lean meats like chicken breast, turkey, fish, shrimp, Greek yogurt, eggs or egg whites, beans, lentils, tofu, tempeh, quality protein powders. Like there are so many options for proteins. My favorite, (laughs) Greek yogurt. Yeah, we are Greek yogurt stands over here. (laughs) There's so much Greek yogurt. Plug for Greek yogurt. There's so much you can do with it, okay? Let's just talk for a second. Of course, the favorite is just like a bowl of bowl stuff of... with greek yogurt for breakfast fruits granola cereal um recently i've been mixing greek yogurt with some pumpkin and like half a scoop of vanilla morning. protein because it'll like thicken it up a little bit of cinnamon and then you have this like pumpkin pie literally like pumpkin pie dip i personally it have been like of cutting pie. up an apple and using an apple i remember scoop okay one thanksgiving genuinely we like made that and put it in as the pumpkin pie filling. I'm not sure we actually did I think we talked about it and we never ended up doing oh, it Oh, because I don't think we had Thanksgiving that year I think it was last year and it was like in COVID and we didn't really end yeah. up doing anything but like literally that would that would be probably the best pumpkin pie I've ever eaten it's so good it's so it's good it's, so it's good. insanely good um Greek yogurt can also be used for like any sort of dip you can use it to make dressings replaces sour cream and like any sort of creamy thing like that like there's so much you can do with it so if you're you not can, you can find ways to put yogurt, it in literally everything our favorite is faye everything. f-a-g-e and we typically get the zero percent plain just like it's the super you. simple one. Oh my god it's so good we- we've tried them all faye Fage is the best faye in my is opinion the best it is so thick and like just good it's just so, it good. Just so good some other ones are like watery and have a weird Mm -hmm. taste yeah i I love it okay so all right protein has been covered now let's talk about carbs everyone's favorite carbs get hate but carbs don't deserve hate okay carbs are the easiest thing for our body to turn directly into energy so they are literally fuel for us all carbs can have a place in your diet but not all carbs are necessarily created equally simple carbohydrates are just sugars that provide a quick source of energy and spike the body's blood sugar. These simple carbohydrates are found in white breads, cakes, candy, sodas, you know, your typical things like that. Those provide that fast source of energy but very little nutritional value, and so after that spike, they leave you feeling hungry or tired again pretty shortly after. So complex carbs, on the other hand, are a great source of energy and they provide important nutrients. So fruits, vegetables, whole wheat breads, sweet potatoes, quinoa, and legumes are all great examples of complex carbs. So not only do carbs provide you with the energy to perform your best during your workout, but they also prevent muscle loss. When it's in need of energy, your body looks for those carbs as its first source of energy. If it can't find any, it's going to resort to burning the proteins for fuel putting you at risk of muscle loss instead of fat loss and because of this it's essential that someone who's working out consistently eats a diet that includes plenty of complex carbs the best carbohydrate sources are those complex carbs the ones that contain vitamins minerals and fiber as opposed to simply sugar because these ones are going to be full of nutrients and will give you sustained energy But actually, if you are looking for a quick snack before a workout, then simple carbs can be great for a quick burst of energy. So they do both have a place. And then finally, there are fats. So I feel like a lot of people refer to fats as healthy fats and unhealthy fats because there are multiple types of fats. Trans fats are pretty bad for you and increase the risk of heart disease, inflammation, things like that that we just don't want going on in our body. And then trans fats are actually banned in the US. Then you have saturated fats which aren't banned but can still be pretty bad for you so they should be kind of limited. On the other hand, monounsaturated fats and polyunsaturated fats are those healthy fats that people refer to which are essential for hormones, absorbing nutrients, brain health, and lots of other good things. These are things like avocados, nuts, Salmon, flax, and chia seeds, olive oil, egg yolks. Fats are more calorically dense than other macronutrients, so they are typically consumed in smaller portions. Yeah, that's definitely a good note to make. So each gram of fats has nine calories, whereas gram. each gram of protein or carbs has four calories, meaning a gram of fat. Has a little over double the amount of calories as a gram of carbs or a gram of protein, so, which is you need all three in your diet, oh absolutely, but with that said, that is something to be aware of yeah. that like fats typically are going to be in smaller serving sizes because they are more calorically dense, right like that also means like you get more energy from a smaller exactly size of it. to kind of wrap up nutrition, if somebody wanted to know. Where to start with nutrition? My biggest suggestion is to keep the changes simple. Don't try to completely flip your diet upside down and do something extreme. Instead, make small changes that are going to be sustainable, that you enjoy and that fit with your lifestyle, and let those things become habits over time. So increase fruits and vegetables and proteins and focus on more of those nutrient-dense foods. Think more about what you can add to your diet to serve your body versus telling yourself you need to cut things out. You don't need to completely cut anything out. Just fill the majority of your diet with those good things that are going to be best for you. I also think that it's important to note that if a calorie deficit is your goal, it should be a slight calorie deficit because that is also something that can be taken too far and can backfire on you because one... If you try to have too much of a calorie deficit, if you try to restrict food too much, obviously you're going to be hungry. Obviously, that's going to affect your mood and a lot of other things. Also, it could cause you to overeat later on because you're so hungry that then, like, you just backfire and overeat. Also, our bodies adapt to what we give them in our environment. So, if you're consistently not giving your body enough food then it's going to adapt to function with less food and your metabolism is actually going to adapt and slow down. So, if you're adding exercise, if your baseline right now is not being very active and not exercising and you're adding that exercise, then you don't have to try to cut any calories from your food at all because just that addition of exercise is going to mean that you're expending more and you're going to be putting yourself in a calorie deficit that way. If you want to do it with food then make sure that it's a small and sustainable deficit, somewhere from like 200 to 400 calories less than what you're expending or less than your maintenance. It's also not good to be in that sort of dieting mode forever because, once again, our bodies adapt, our metabolism adapts, so you should look into things like diet breaks, reverse dieting, and basically just putting yourself back at maintenance for a little bit after you've been in that deficit diet mode for a couple months. You know, that's a pretty safe zone. I would say if you've been in the calorie deficit for about two months, then you should take a little bit of a break, go back to maintenance so that your body can refuel a little bit and doesn't slow down its metabolism because it's adapting to that. All right, we have covered a lot so far and hopefully you guys have taken a lot of good information from Taking this. Notes. <laughs> yeah, literally take notes. Things are starting to come together, hopefully in your mind and make sense a little bit. We talked a little bit earlier about cardio versus strength training, but I want to get a bit more into different styles of training and how to build the right workout routine for you. Ultimately, all movement is good movement. The last thing that you want to do is force yourself to do a type of exercise that you dread when there's something else out there that you love, especially if doing that thing that you dread is not actually going to happen, right? If you tell yourself that you have to do this one type of workout, but then you really don't enjoy it, so you never get yourself to do it, it's like, okay, well, then you should have just commit to doing the thing that you actually enjoy, right? It defeats the whole purpose. And you shouldn't have to force yourself to do any type of movement because there are so many types of movements and workouts to do that I am more than positive that you can find something or multiple things that really click and work for you and things that you really enjoy doing. Exactly and yes if you have specific physique goals then certain things specifically strength training with weights are going to be more effective at reaching those goals But it's important to also enjoy what you're doing because that's how you make it part of your lifestyle and you stick with it long term. Personally, there's a lot of variety to my training because I like to do a lot of different things. I have a workout program, Change with Caroline, that any of you can join and follow and it's also what I follow. It's really cool. (laughs) Thank you. It's like an app. It's It's like I love it. It's my baby other than the podcast. With that, i follow these effective strength training workouts throughout the week but i also include a variety of other things like running because i've always loved running and loved pushing myself as a runner spinning because spin classes are just so fun and i love biking as well treadmill sprints because that's just a different fun way that i love to challenge myself full body boot camps plyometrics and just a huge variety of options to keep the training well-rounded and fun So it doesn't have to be just one thing, right? Like, you don't have to lift and only lift. Like, I literally do so many different styles of training, but keep that lifting central to my routine so that I know I'm always making progress with that and, like, being effective with that as well as incorporating all these other things that are great for my body and that I also love doing. I'll make sure I include a link to my program in the description as well if any of you guys want to join that. So I'm a group fitness instructor, so while I do do my own strength training and cardio workouts, I also love teaching these group fitness classes because I totally understand the draw to them. They are so, so fun and you build off the energy of everyone in the room. So if that's more your vibe and that is the exercise that you love doing, that's the type of movement that you love doing, then do that or do that with a combination of weights. There are so many different options and there is not just one answer. Yeah, a lot of people on the internet make you feel like it's weights or nothing. It's weights like, or nothing. There's only one option. Love weights. And, love weights. Yeah, and but yes, I love everything else too. For reasons that we explained before, weight training can be super effective. But it's not the only option and it doesn't have to be the only thing that you do. I actually was talking to a girl in one of my classes the other day about how I'm a personal trainer, how I do these things. And she said that she's always wanted to be more into fitness but she's kind of like frustrated because she feels like everyone used to be all about cardio when you were growing up you were like oh you run you do these things but now she's looking online and everyone's like no it's weights it has to be weights and she's like I'm just confused it is not because I nothing. don't I don't know what it has to be and I was like girl you do a balance of both and you find what you works for you be. yeah because both have super amazing benefits and I Together, always love to do both. I've never done like since I started lifting. I've never done just lifting. I've always incorporated other things into it because the there's ratio so many benefits. Has been different. It's right. You know, at, at certain times, the I've, balance of it has been. Different, I've focused but... more on strength training. On certain times, I've focused more on building my cardio endurance. But there's benefits to both, and there's a place for both, and it's about w- figuring out what balance of those things work for you. Um. So try different things, right? Find a routine that you love and that makes you feel good and fits with your lifestyle, and then commit to it and show up for yourself every day and just fulfill those promises that you're making for yourself. So you want to start lifting. You want to do this resistance training that we're hyping up and that everyone's hyping up where do you even start where do you actually start with that right because there's enough that we can tell you about like why resistance training is important to be a part of your routine but how do you do it and where do you start so just start <laughs> basically like, just try just, yeah just start even if you're 100% wrong yeah but well no not if you're 100% not if you're 100% wrong. but here's the thing you don't need to jump right into it and all of a sudden know be everything. like squatting plates on the barbell and stuff right start with dumbbells. Start small. If you're going to a gym, go to the corner with a cable machine or with some dumbbells and follow a routine. I have a lot of simple workouts on my Instagram page if you guys want to look at those. There's also tons of other workouts like that that you can find on Instagram as well. I mean, that's kind of where we both Started. It is. I literally. That's like like the good thing of Instagram. In our basement before we turned our basement no, into I remember a real gym, one it was like in our old house we had a we had also a gym basement. It was nothing like the one that we like posted now, but the concrete floor, the weights were rusted, and I would be down there middle of winter. It would be freezing, and it's like. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. But we were just learning. And you're never going to get where you want to get if you don't just start and... Don't just try. Start trying and start learning. And you're going to start feeling those benefits right away as well. Like, it's going to be exciting once you start learning and you feel like you get the you're hang gonna of it. You're going to feel the room. You kind of get that high off of it. So grab your dumbbells and... Make the mistakes. Right. Um, split up your workouts so... So that you're targeting different muscle groups. And I would say, if you're only committing to working out three or less times a week, then do a full body workout. But if you're going to be lifting four plus times Mm -hmm. a week, then split it up for different body parts. So like lower body, upper body, or you could make it a little bit more specific and do like glutes and hamstrings, glutes and quads, shoulders and chest, back and biceps. biceps. Uh, That's so interesting. I love shoulders and biceps together. Really? Yeah. And then I like grouping back and tries. Yeah. So I mean honestly, whatever works it's for whatever you. It's whatever works right? for you, but Just there's like, like no there are infinite number there well, are yeah. infinite options. There's different possible um and popular splits out there, but obviously like it's gonna be up to you. You do it. Also, you Google. Do. Use Google as like your best friend in this. Mm-hmm. Look up everything. If you want on the form for something, go watch you I would be in the gym like deadlift Hold- form in the gym like watching a video on it and then try it and it would be wrong and then I would like watch another video and I figure think you're it, it out yeah and in terms of what weights to use usually I recommend finding the weights that make the last two reps of each set pretty challenging, Com- yeah, challenging. so if you're doing bicep curls for three sets of 10 reps which 10 is usually my like comfortable zone I like mm-hmm. doing 10 reps of things and I, then if you're kind just of starting I would start and I would start there in the like absolutely um, eight to twelve yeah range so three sets of 10 four sets of 10 that's like pretty standard for me but also start low this is so we like took low our weight mom through, yeah start low we took our mom through this because you don't want to start and just whip out like 60 pound dumbbells and try to do bicep curls with them you're right. gonna break start your small back. start small start where sure you're getting like your fives firm, right. and that yeah and then just work up if the fives are too easy Go to eight, go to 10, go to 12, go to 15, Work whatever
1: up. it is. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?
0: The weights that you're gonna stick with and want to try to progress from are gonna be the ones where if you're doing ten reps, the first seven or eight, pretty comfortable. You can do that. The you last want to be able to feel it. The but... last two to three feel like a challenge. Like you could almost not do one more after that. That's the sweet spot that you. But you know don't is want like to lose the your right amount ever. of weight. No, not if so much that you're like form to get the weight up then you're not doing then it right, not and there's no point right. in then it right so then take it down and yeah. wait till you get to that point where exactly. you're strong enough to move up don't be afraid afraid to drop those weights and focus on the form so with that said what happens when then a couple weeks from now you're doing the same exercise with that weight and, and oh my god it feels easy. easy it feels comfortable that's when progressive overload comes in progressive overload is the concept that your body is consistently adapting as you keep getting stronger these things and you keep refueling with your protein and your carbs and stuff afterwards your body is getting stronger it's getting used to you doing those things. it's working like you're doing it it's working you're getting better that means that you can keep progressing and there's a few different ways to do that first try adding a couple reps can you you add a couple reps go to 12 and do that see how that feels then next time try increasing your weight. So go back to 10 reps, but increase your weight by If you're using 8s, use 10s. 10s. If you're using 10s, use 12s. Right? Something like that. It's like- um, and so you guys can kind of see where that cycle will come in, where as you stay consistent, you're going to get stronger and be able to do this over time. Don't cheat yourself, though, by sticking with the same weights for months on end when you know that it's gotten easier for you, when you know that it's gotten easier for you and that you can do better, right? Because progressive overload is also helping your body because it means that it's not gonna like plateau and get stuck in one spot, you're You're constantly progressing. Pushing yourself to the same level, and as you get stronger, you need different mm-hmm. different things to yeah. get you there. So, what if you don't have heavier weights to progressively overload with? Then, of course, manipulate your reps. Keep increasing those reps. Also, you can add resistance bands to things. You can add body weight exercises after. I also include that in the change love with super Caroline program. With the body weight, yeah. Exercise. So if you're like doing squats and yep. then you if you're like using a barbell and yep. doing a full a set of barbell squats and then immediately go into like jump squats mm-hmm. or pull squats on yeah. the side oh my god it's killer it is so good yeah that's something that in change with caroline we do once a month is we take a week to like add those body weight supersets so say you're doing lunges with weights then you drop them and you do some lunge jumps and the burn goes crazy crazy so that's another way that you can progressively overload without having to increase those weights. So that's kind of a more simple way where you're like, ooh, I'm not ready to increase this weight yet, but like I want to try an extra challenge. Try that. Or like decreasing rest time a little bit can also get your body, like test your body a little bit. Yes, these are all ways to do it. When you just start doing this as well, recovery is going to be so important because your body's not used to you putting it through this type of exercise. And so... It's going to be sore because of this. That soreness, as you get more consistent and you get used to it, will be much less intense, much less frequent. But any time that you put your body through something that it's not used to, it's going to react by being sore. So do your stretching after. Recover um, properly with your food, you know, the good nutrition that we talked about before, protein. Get some good sleep. You know, just make sure that you're doing what you can to recover well and decrease that muscle soreness as much as you can because, you know, that's not going to be comfortable. And things take time, right? You will oh forever God, you have be sure. learning and growing and getting stronger. And that's the cool thing about it, that even two years into this, even after studying for my personal trainer certification, there's still so much that I don't know and still so much progress for to me to made. make. Yeah. And that's, that's the exciting thing about this is that it's just... It's not just a workout. People call it a fitness journey because there's really no end to it. There's you're gonna, it's gonna like change trajectories, and that's the cool thing. You can continuously once you, girls with goals, once you reach a goal. There's more go get on another other one. side of it. Like there's so much. Things are always going up so and down. So many possibilities. You're always moving forward. You might get pushed back, but then it's just another opportunity to get back up. But you and you forward have to forward roll with again. it and enjoy it the right? whole process. I think that's when people like just get addicted to fitness and make it part of their lifestyle is when it's so much more than the workout. It's yeah. like this mental game of getting better and something just like challenging that yourself som- and seeing yes. seeing how strong every single that way you only can you have control over. That's what I and love honestly, so much about it. Honestly, it's so much it. that only you can see too. Exactly. You know, only you can like feel. If you do, you feel strong that day. Do you feel confident
1: mm-hmm. that day?
0: So check into that mental side of it and look at fitness as something that you are doing for yourself that no one else has any say in. No one else has any control over. That's like the intoxicating, yeah. addicting part of it. Like, it's that's you you. where it clicks. It's also, like, the endorphin rush and the, like... Scientifically, damn, like... Damn, I yeah. pushed that weight more than before, but ultimately it's this independent, accomplished feeling. We're playing the long game with this. Like, you, you don't just go to the gym. It's not going to be, like, a two-month thing. It can be if you want it to be. But it's so much better when you decide to take it on and just embody... Mm -hmm. This lifestyle, and to whatever degree you want that to be, you can make it whatever you want, but it's just so fun to make this such a big part of your life. The beauty of making it a part of your lifestyle as well is that you understand that you can have some off days, you can have some off Mm -hmm. weeks or months. Me this week? And it doesn't mean anything in the long run, because if the entire thing is infinity... If it's your life, then a day or a week or a month or whatever it is is like so minuscule in terms of big picture. And that's not infinity. That's not like a scary thing. That's such a cool thing. Like it's because you're not going to be, you're not going to be. Oh, I'm going to be squatting every single day for the until the day I die. Like it's going to take on so many different. It just means that being physically fit and making these promises to yourself. Is, is what you do part of your values yeah so and th- that might be really daunting if you're like just getting into it but like, i promise you it's not it's so yeah but once you're in fun. it it's, once you're in it, it it's also feel a like calming that. thing yeah. because it just becomes part of who you are and you feel not only those benefits in the moment of how great you feel after a workout but also those long-term mental benefits of that de-stressing that being able to control your thoughts and some anxiety and stuff and just having more control over that and having these things where you're like if nothing else i do this this. i do this i accomplish that's what damn that's what i do it's so cool (laughs) so without further ado Welcome, Welcome to, to double the take. double take. Wait, the double take or double take? Double take. Welcome to double, double take. take. I'm getting a membership at my local gym, but haven't worked out since I was in high school, and can hardly remember any good workouts to do or how to get started again. What do you think would be helpful? Kind of everything that we are everything we talked about. Over honestly, I hope that you got an answer from this episode from this. in general. But considering you're going to the gym. Then, if you haven't worked out since high school, then I think the last thing that we talked about is a really good point to make for this, like, just grabbing some dumbbells, trying out different exercises, figuring out what you like, and don't put too much pressure on, like, having the perfect routine from day one, just show up to the gym try different things, try different weight workouts, try different cardio things if you want to incorporate some cardio, because, again, we love a good balance of both. If you want a more structured plan, again, plug Change with, Change Caroline. with Caroline. But, you know, trial and error. Trial and error. Mm-hmm. We're st- I'm still doing trial and error for some things. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the fun part about it. Just What is a good exercise or gym schedule for a college student? Whatever fits in with your schedule is going to be a good schedule for you. So if if you have like classes all day, number one, I'm sorry, we work out in the morning. You can work out late at night after class, like if you're if that's when you have your energy or if you have kind of the midday off if you're a college student, work out in the afternoon. A little pick-me-up during a little pick-me-up the me day. Up. That actually oh my god, I I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. And obviously we know In college, your schedule might be different every day. So that might be different every day. day. That can also be kind of of exciting. But if you are extremely busy, set realistic goals for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Don't say that you're going to work out six days a week when you know that that is like physically Physically impossible for you to do with your schedule, right? Set realistic goals that you can commit to and that make you feel good. Because if you set too big of goals that you're not going to be able to follow through with, then. Quite honestly, you're gonna feel like a failure when you shouldn't. You have shouldn't, to. When you have no reason to feel like that. Yep. So if you even need to like start small and get the hang of it, do that. Exactly. If you start three days a week and you're like, Oh, this is manageable. Like I like this. Up it to four, up it to five, six. You don't even like have you to do You don't need six, to ever though, get like to six. ever like, really. I've been Yeah. Right now, um, five days a week has been really great for me i'm still I've trying done... to figure out my gym schedule at school yeah again once again it's gonna be trial and error things are not gonna be perfect from like day one nutritional hacks for a college student living in a dorm with nothing more than a microwave and a fridge get things obviously if you have a microwave and a fridge that only need a microwave and a fridge right Microwaveable things if you have a freezer frozen things are so key so key frozen vegetables um, you can just, like, literally microwave those, and then you have vegetables. Frozen fruits, I eat more than fresh crazy. fruits anyways. It's crazy. You just microwave It's crazy. You just microwave you them. Have, you vegetables. have vegetables. I literally... I get, like, frozen vegetables. Yeah. Because also... I don't eat them as fast as, like, they would rot. Because yeah. Because it's just me. Um, oatmeal, great. Make that in the microwave. In your fridge. Have your Greek yogurt. Have some vegetables, fruits, carbs, things like that. Um... You can literally get things of, like, cooked rice. That is true. Like, beans. Like, last year, I would literally get these, like, bags of, like, black beans, and they were great. Like, there's so many just, like, (laughs) what? There's so many just, like, super convenient things that you can get. So, like, look around the grocery store. Get your frozen things. Get your, like, pre-made or pre-cooked, like, basic things. Things that you only need a microwave for. I feel like Trader Joe's might be good for that. Yeah, honestly, Trader Joe's has a lot of those frozen things. So there's there's honestly a lot you can do. Just get a little bit creative. Yeah. You can even cook pasta in the microwave. That is true. <laughs> Literally. Put your pasta what's in a bowl song, with some water and microwave song, Butterflies it. by... She's like, yeah, it's like who, He's like, who the hell cooks pasta in the microwave? microwave? Or something, I don't know. There is a song. So there's a song. How to keep a healthy mindset around food when others say or do toxic things unintentionally be educated on it so i mean i hope this this episode helped you with that yeah i think a lot of the time people saying those toxic things if they're unintentional is literally just because they're uneducated on fitness and nutrition Mm -hmm. and so they revert to these like diet culture toxic things that are like these basic things that they've been told by the media and stuff and if you're educated on it and you actually know the truth, then you have that empowering feeling of like, okay, I, I, know, mean, I know you're just talking to talk. Like, I right. know you're not saying anything of substance right now. Right. So don't listen. And if you know that, you're going to be less inclined to internalize it and right. listen to it. If you know what the truth is and you know that you're doing what's right for you and what serves you, then that's just noise to you, really. It's just noise really but i i do know what you mean because i think a lot of people in college like, you hear it all the time people are like oh my god i've been so busy like i just forget to eat like shut up. I, it's gonna i'm gonna be get so skinny and like, like shut I up i can't eat today if i'm going out tonight because like i That's have to the look worst skinny form. like literally please. shut up. Like, literally please i can't stand that. and then they down a whole pizza in the middle of the night when they right like, and it's like no you could have just and eaten then the right and then i'm like the oh i'm going to bed like fully satisfied because i ate three yeah. square meals today right focus focus on yourself educate yourself know what you know and just try to drown out the noise all right guys thank you so much for listening to this episode we really hope you enjoyed it and i learned a lot you got some good things from this you know the beauty of this podcast is that we are gonna cover a lot of different things some episodes might be more abstract and talking about like deeper topics some things like this might get like more educational and really be that educational resource for you so but that's what it's all about give us your feedback though if you you really enjoyed this and you got a lot out of it dm us on instagram join our girls with goals discord also in the description and let us know what you thought also you can submit questions at any time topic ideas on the discord all of that good stuff and yeah we really hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next monday bye Car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at AmbitionCard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors.